podcast. There's nothing more beautiful than a bouncing, beautiful bundle of joy. Some people may call them the bundle of joys. We see them when we're going back to school. And uh, June is World Infertility Awareness Month. And you can't really think of a better time to be proactive about your fertility and health. We have Dr. Yusuf Dasu, Director of the BioArt Fertility Center and Fertility Specialist. Doctor, thank you for joining us this morning. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, and uh, thank you for having me on the show. Good, very good morning to you and the listeners. So there's nothing really that transforms a family like the the addition of a, a new life, but before that, conception happens. Would you say that we take uh, um, having children and fertility for granted? How aware are we of the process? Yeah, you know, uh, it's such an important point you're making that uh, people that have children and find it very easy to conceive they take everything for granted. Uh, it's sometimes they don't see the other side of the, co- uh, the coin where uh, people that are having difficulty, the amount of stress they need to undergo, the difficulty that they need to undergo, the emotional um, uh, trauma that they need to uh, um, undergo. And these are all the factors that we don't see on the other side. Uh, in couples that are having difficulty in falling mm. pregnant. And how prevalent is uh, infertility in, in our society? So it's, it's much more prevalent than we think it is. And uh, if we look at statistics uh, on the whole, uh, there is uh, uh, in uh, average in the world about 10 to 15 couples in the reproductive age group will be suffering from the problem of infertility. That means one in eight, almost one in ten people will have some type of difficulty in conceiving. Now, that type of incidence increases even further in, in sub-Saharan Africa, mm. where the statistics is not that well documented, but it's thought that up to 20% of couples may have difficulty in achieving a pregnancy. I think definitions are very important. How do we define fertility versus infertility? Is one an antonym of the other? Yeah, so, you know, uh, a very easy and broad definition is to say that if a couple is trying to achieve a pregnancy having regular, unprotected intercourse for a period of more than a year, then they are considered to be having a problem falling pregnant and fall into the category of infertility. Mm. Uh, It can be, of course, further divided into primary infertility and secondary infertility, and that simply means that uh, uh, if you've uh, achieved a pregnancy of some sort before, then you would then be considered having secondary infertility. If you have never ever conceived, even have had a miscarriage, mm. then that would, have, that would be called primary infertility. However, the, the definition does change a little bit in terms of timelines when either you are over a certain age, so over 35, some people use 37, and if you're over 35 or 37, then you should say that if you're having difficulty for a period of six months, mm. then you actually uh, are considered infertile. Hmm. And what are some of the myths and misconceptions surrounding infertility? I, I think uh, that the opportunity of having uh, a World Awareness Infertility Day, the first thing is to try and get rid of some of those myths. Uh, one of them is that you know, it's only, it's, I'm fine and I'm, I'm, I, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm. And the first myth that men usually have is that there's nothing wrong with me. It's usually the female problem. Mm. 
And if we look at, uh, once again, the different uh, statistics in terms of percentages of cause of infertility, uh, roughly a third is caused by females, a third, as much as a third in males, and then a third is a combination of both males and females. So in the same couple, you can have male and female problems. Mm. So the, the one thing we must realize, it's not a purely female problem. There's a huge amount of male factor involved in that. Then the other problem is that the stigma that's mm. normally attached to this problem of, uh, of infertility, you know, the peer pressure, the family pressure, uh, the, 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 the stigma that, you know what, I don't want to talk about it, yes. I will come right, that delays the whole process of trying to achieve, uh, trying to seek help. So, you know, the, the, the opportunity of having this, these type of shows and this type of month is an awareness to try and bring out that there's no stigma involved, that mm. treatment is available. Try and seek it at the appropriate and as early as possible. The, the other problem is that we're always nowadays trying to achieve our career, looking at our career as, 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 as an uh, end point. And as we're trying to progress in our career, time goes. And as we get older, it's more difficult to achieve a pregnancy. Yes. So those are the problems that the couples face uh, when, when trying to achieve a baby. How do you uh, contend with that conundrum? On one side, you want to make sure that you're prepared financially and all those kind of things. And you've got that, uh, I think, archaic, uh, what would you say, uh, time time uh, that countdown i think that some people have a lot of that that mental countdown the pressure as as you say how do you then measure readiness when it comes to being financially ready and the fact that as you get older your chances become a bit more uh, would you say slimmer yeah that's a very difficult balancing act uh you know i, I remember in my own personal life uh, you know, we said, okay, we're going to try and uh, have a baby, but let's do this, let's do that, let's do that. And, you know, when is it the right time? It's usually the never the right time. You know, <laughs> that's the one thing. You know, we always think, now we'll wait another year, we'll wait another year. Yes. And I think there's never a right time. Are you financially ready? When are you financially ready? Is having so much money enough? So that's the first thing. And, and I think people delayed from that point of view. That's the, the first point. You know, the second point uh, is that we must remember an important factor is that age plays an important role, and especially amongst females. Uh, as we get older, it's much, much more difficult to conceive. Now, if, for instance, you feel that, no, it's very important, your career is very important, then there are, there's another hope available, that freezing eggs or freezing embryos has become much more readily available and much more readily acceptable. And then if you want to have a baby at age of 45, but you are not ready right now, then take that proactive step and know that you could freeze your eggs so that you have a much better chance at the age of 40 or 45 to be able to achieve a pregnancy. So that, yes, it is a balancing act, mm -hmm. but these are, as once again, I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning that these shows are important to highlight the importance of age. Hmm. We are with Dr. Yusuf Dasu, Director of the BioArt in. in, in Fertility Center and Fertility Specialist. It is World Infertility Awareness Month and we're just looking at some of the societal dynamics uh, and also the practical elements, the health repercussions, the, the statistics, the myths and some of the facts and proactive ways in which you can make sure that uh, you can conceive and give birth to a healthy child. So just from a soft issues aspect, doctor, 
someone who has had a miscarriage and is being pressured, for example, by their family, how do, how can we be sensitive when it comes to, for example, people who haven't been able to conceive? How what kind of discussions do we have with them? You know, it's a it's a very emotional time for a couple, or especially for a couple, and and probably more so uh, for, for 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 the female partner when she undergoes a miscarriage. You know, it's an emotionally traumatic time. They think, "What did I do wrong? What didn't I look? Did I look after myself? Why did I have this miscarriage?" Now, you know, the way we can look at it is that we know that miscarriages happen. Almost every pregnancy has a 10% chance of miscarriage. So, and, and, and it may have a cause and it may not have a cause. So if we, if we can uh, the, uh, try to uh, explain to the patient that, remember, it's a normal thing, it can happen. So a first miscarriage may be totally normal and it doesn't need further investigation. And many, many couples after the first miscarriage will have no problems falling pregnant and take that pregnancy further and have a baby. Once you have second or three, second time or the third time you're having a miscarriage, then that needs to be looked at a little bit closer because now you fall into the category of recurrent miscarriages. And certainly under those circumstances, there usually is a cause. And the, if a cause is identified, it can be further treated. And in terms of your, uh, of your hereditary, hereditary factors, is it important to let your children know if there's been fertility complications in their family? Yes, yes, uh, certainly. Uh, we do know that uh, miscarriages as, as well may have uh, an uh, increased risk of occurring in certain family groups uh, and uh, they may be carrying some genetic uh, predisposition to it. And even the problem of infertility, uh, you know, if your mom had problems falling pregnant, she may be having conditions like endometriosis or fibroids that the, that the daughter may uh, inherit. And yes, uh, uh, certainly if... Uh, uh, if uh, one has a family history of uh, infertility problems, this should be highlighted and uh, perhaps uh, treatment should be seeked much earlier. Mm. And then, Doctor, just lastly for our listeners out there, if they'd like to get more information or get assistance with regards uh, to fertility, um, w- what would you suggest and advise for them? So there are many, many, uh, you know, websites uh, out there that uh, that teach people uh, particularly about uh, fertility. There's a Merck Infertility Awareness website. Uh, We, uh, on our our own website, bioartfertility.co.za, has uh, a full uh, spectrum of information uh, regarding infertility, both male factors, female factors, uh, you know, uh, uh, the different causes for Mm -hmm. those and the different treatments available. So I I think uh, you can go through to the website, have a good view around it, uh, and try and seek help as soon as possible. The important thing is that hope is there, treatment is available, and people should go out there and try and seek it. The first time I heard the term, we are pregnant, it, 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 initially I laughed. I was like, how can a man be pregnant? But when you have the discussion about fertility and the journey when uh, firstly to conceive and during pregnancy, you realize that it takes more than one person. What's your take on that term and the accountability and responsibility and just the dynamics behind we are pregnant? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, is, 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 uh, I mentioned that the, the, the cause of infertility is a combination of factors. It's male and inf- uh, female. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the female part 
uh, in terms of uh, going through fertility treatment is, is much more involved. But I think that the stress, the trauma uh, of going through miscarriages, the stress of treatment for infertility involves the couple. And yes, when they do conceive, they find it together. They find the happiness together. They go through the whole process together. And I hope that they will take the, the same amount of responsibility as well. Dr. Yusuf Dasu is a director of the BioArt Fertility Center and Fertility Specialist, letting us know, especially during uh, this uh, Infertility Awareness Month, about the various aspects uh, around uh, uh, fertility and infertility. Thank you so much for your time again, Doctor. All the best. It's a pleasure. Thank you.